This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Friendship does not need to be linear. Like it, nothing in life is. I remember when I was living in New York, I was so jealous of people that had like such close friends and a friend group. We talked about that a lot when we lived in New York. I remember we were like, we need a friend group. I wanted like that sex in the city, like friend group that gets brunch every Saturday and recaps their weekend. (laughs) And is like, oh my God, I went on a date with this guy. Like, oh no, you didn't. Or, you know, like you wanted to live the movie. Welcome to The Real Real, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Real Real. This is actually a different podcast than what I normally do, but I'm going to start implementing it every single month on the show, or at least attempt to implement it every month on the show, because I want to have more casual podcast episodes. So I want to have episodes where it just is like you're talking to a friend. So I'm going to have a guest come on, one of my friends, like one of my real friends come on and just talk. And it's not going to be an interview. It's just going to be like conversations that I kind of pick some topics to talk about. And I feel like I want to do this because I know that you guys like my solo episodes, but I always feel like a duo has more like banter or it's more entertaining and I don't have a co-host and I don't want a co-host, but I do want a co-host for these episodes. So I'm going to have someone that comes on every episode and just talks about like random topics with me. And maybe it'd be fun for you guys to choose the topics or just to talk about our week. Like, I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm very excited for it. And so today, Julie is actually my guest. Julie's been on the podcast three, four times, I think. But I think she's my most frequented guest. Like she and I do a lot of YouTube videos together, podcast episodes, and we don't even live in the same place. So for not living together or in the same state, like we, (laughs) you frequent my channel and my (laughs) my content a lot. So I want you guys to kind of come up with a name for this podcast. So here's some options that I'm thinking about. But if you guys come up with something better, then let me know. So either real talk, real friends, real hangs or hangout, or like Nat and Co, like something like that. I don't know. I think it'd be fun for this like segment or for this series. So let me know on Instagram, DM me what you guys think I should name this, or if you guys have a better option, then I'll put a story up and then you guys can let me know because I I think you guys are going to really enjoy this episode. But anyways, let's introduce my guest who needs no introduction because like I said, she's been on so many times. But hi, Julie. Hi. You, I mean, while I was doing this intro, she's just like sitting here patiently. (laughs) I'm just looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting to be called up. But I'm very, very excited because you guys know Julie. If you don't, uh, Julie is the owner of a coffee shop. Very entrepreneurial. She's from Costa Rica. We've been friends for so long. And I kind of want to start the episode with that with because we were talking about this earlier, we were having a conversation at lunch and we were like, I was thinking at least like this would be a good podcast episode. And so today when we were coming up with like what to talk about for the podcast, I'm like, I just want to talk about what we talked about at lunch. (laughs) And I was like, what about it all? (laughs) So I want to kind of throw it back to when we met because I know so many people DM me about like making friends as an adult or talking about friendships and like maintaining those friendships and keeping friendships as an adult because it's literally so hard to do and we were talking about that too so we were talking about at lunch how like not that we don't care anymore but like we're not holding on to friendships that don't serve us I think that's a good way to put it yeah I feel like I used to want to keep a friendship for the sake of just keeping a friendship and not because it was necessarily either good for me or really giving me anything and I think that with the years I realized that it's so much healthier and honestly just nicer to let go and if have like hope that if they really belong in your life they'll come back rather than force things because it's just not worth it and and and, then you end up either getting hurt or hurting people or just feeling weird you know like it's never like the best option I don't think Yeah, no, I agree. And like, 
I used to feel like I had to, like any, any friend that crossed paths with me or any like friend that I once had for like one semester in college, I felt like an obligation to like keep up with them or, you know, oh, message them. Or if we're in the same city, like I have to like hang out with you and catch up. Or not, or if not, like you feel guilty, like, oh my God, I haven't talked to this person in like three months. Like, you know, and I really just like do not feel that way anymore because I mean, life is busy. Like gets in the way. And like I was telling you, like when we were getting lunch, like we change. It's inevitable. Like people change, people evolve. Your interests change. Like I'm not the person I used to be in college and you are not either. I know. <laughs> but it's weird because, okay, do you feel, I always say that I'm always like, oh my God, I've changed so much. Like I'm not that same person anymore, but I don't feel different. Do no, you feel different? I don't, but I, it's, it's almost, almost like if I were to put myself as a guest in my life, life I, know I know that, that I've changed. changed. Even, Even though, though to the, the core, core I am obviously the same person, person. I mean, our, our conversations are not the same. Our likes are not the same. Just I, I feel like it's almost like, like you know how like your styles of fashion change throughout like your life. That like also like what you like in everything. Mm-hmm. So then like obviously if I go back and I and I'm talking to friends that I haven't talked to in five years, they're gonna be like, you're another person. Yeah. No, I feel like. When I look back at my life, I feel like embarrassed sometimes by like the choices I've made or like, I'm like, oh my God, how, how was I that person? Like, how did I do those things or like those things? But then I think about back to like college, for example, and I'm like, it doesn't feel that long ago. I mean, I always think, how did I like that guy? (laughs) Like, so, you know. Yeah, (laughs) me too. (laughs) I think, how did you like that guy? (laughs) I know, right? Like, so, I mean it's everything right I think you also learn to like prioritize what you love if that makes sense like I think that when you're experimenting in college a lot of different things you don't you're not necessarily sure what you love and with the years you start prioritizing because you actually know what you love mm-hmm. you know yeah okay so we were talking about it today how like we have like so many similar interests and how those interests, I feel like, didn't necessarily, not that they didn't show up until later, but I feel like they're now, like, such, like, core pillars of our lives now. Whereas, like you were saying in college, it's like, we're kind of just doing what everyone else is doing. I don't know. I feel, I felt that way. Yeah, felt- we go with the flow, and we, and we are learning, right? Like, at 18, I wasn't the woman I am today. You know, I didn't really know, like, half of the things I know today. And... And you don't know what you want, really. I feel like you're still trying to figure it out. And I think that's so good, too, because you get to really see and experiment and know what you want. So that later on, when you go out into the real world, you start kind of like following a path that's right for you based Mm -hmm. on what you have learned. And I think that you and I have made similar decisions and have walked the same path, if that makes sense. So it's just it's kind of like help allowed us to get stronger in our friendship in a very natural way. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to our friendship because I always love like origin stories, like how people met, like how, I don't know, just like, I I love like, especially like with couples, with friends, I always want to know like, oh my God, how did you guys meet? How was the beginning? And even like on TikTok right now, there's like a trend that's like, show your first photo versus like your photo now. Mm -hmm. And I just love seeing that like growth or that like timeline. So Julie and I met, we thought about this again today. We met seven years ago, which is insane because it really doesn't feel that way. It really doesn't. It, it feels like I don't, I can't imagine not having you as a friend, but it doesn't feel like it's been seven years. I know. Because like we were already adults when we met. And so I'm like, how was that seven years ago? <laughs> like I was, what, 19? Because I was a sophomore in college and you were 18. 18s. You just moved to the US and mm-hmm. like just came to NC State. And like we met for the first time. And this is when I say it's like literally like fate. It's like God that made us friend like that put each other in our lives because we met in such a random way at first like before Zeta we met when well we didn't technically meet that time but I knew who you were we lived in the same dorm I know and I remember the first words you said to me isn't that weird really yeah. well I don't remember that. it wasn't that day because that's the day you- I didn't meet you then no. I just I remember because someone was like oh a girl from Costa Rica lives there and I was like oh really like that's so funny and then I saw you later and like put two and two together but like I didn't realize that I didn't meet you that day. So I had gone back to my dorm. Me and my roommates went back to my dorm room when we were sophomores to just like see who lives there and like visit our old RAs because we were friends with them. And when we went back, it was your room. Like Julie was living in my old freshman year dorm. You know, I've never actually like thought about that. That literally is fate. Like, isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Like 
like we were bound to meet like yeah it was like not optional <laughs> like if we didn't want to that's crazy and I wasn't even there and I feel like life still put us together so that's crazy after that I remember that I rushed your sorority but I didn't meet you through rush or anything Mm-mm. and one night I was having dinner it was like one of those mandatory dinners at the sorority and you were like you sat in front of me and we weren't talking and, and you just looked at me and you were like hey you're from Costa Rica right I, I think because I remember, I knew, I was like, oh my God, that's the girl that lives in my old room or like in the old suite. I was like, because I know that you're from Costa Rica and I know a girl that lives in my old room is from Costa Rica. And I was like, I think it's the same girl. Like, I think you guys had, obviously you had the same name because you're the same person. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, I think that was her name. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Eras tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces inner pair split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. So yeah, that's how we met. And then, but we weren't like that close then still. It was like when... I feel like that night, it was just kind of like, a, hey, you're from Costa Rica, right? And I was like, yeah. And then you told me that your mom was from Honduras and that you spoke Spanish. So I immediately, you know, like coming into another country and everything, when you have somebody that like speaks the same language as you, you immediately feel like a little drawn to them, mm-hmm. even if like you have nothing in common or whatever, because it's like something familiar, right? Like immediately out of the bat. And then... We didn't talk for a while after that. Like, we, I would see you and I would say, like, hi, but nothing, like... Yeah. 
I mean, I we didn't even hang out with your friends from our sorority. We didn't go to the same pre-games or anything. Like, even my roommate would go to your pre-games and I wouldn't go. Yeah, I was, like, closer with your roommate than I was with you yep. at that point. And so, and then we became, they put us together as, like, big little for one week. We had, like, we trial each other. Is it that? Yeah, we had to put each other. You you had five options and they would give you three out of the five, I remember. So I put you in at some point and you put me. Okay, you had I, don't, have, we, I don't remember putting people, so maybe that's... You did. Okay, so I guess we put each other because of that reason. But it's so funny because, like, Julie and I both are not sorority people. Like, at all. At all. Like, honestly, I'm surprised you rushed. Why did you rush? Because I didn't know anybody. I remember I knew I was going to rush since I went to school because the three girls that I was living with were rushing and they told me to. They were like, you have to do this. Like, this is how you're going to meet people. You're going to get invited to parties. So I was like, okay. You know, like, it was just literally me going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember we met. And I remember one night, it was a party. It was actually at Lambda Chi, I think. I think it was freshman year. And you were, like, crying so much because you, like, missed home. And I was like, no, like, it's okay. Like, it's It was fine. on my birthday. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. And I remember that. And I remember thinking, like, I just felt so bad for you because I really thought you were going to like transfer or something. I was like, no, like you cannot transfer. You can't move back. Like, and, and you were like so upset. And then after that, I feel like you found your footing a little bit more. Maybe that like, I don't know if that like brought us closer or if that, I just remember that moment like so well. I remember where we were sitting. I remember we were at the bench outside. And I remember I'm, too. It was Lambda Kai, right? It yeah, was their I, old house. I was crying also because it was on my birthday. I remember perfectly because I had a really rough first semester because my grandfather died. And I missed our big and little reveal too. So honestly, I'm surprised we became this close because we, all the moments that we had at first to become best friends, we didn't. Yeah. It was kind of like a a slow, like evolution of our friendship because even like our big and little reveal, like you had to text me and you were like, hey, like, I'm (laughs) I'm your big. big. (laughs) And you were like, sorry about your grandpa. I know, I know, I remember because you were missing it and that because you had gone home like right in the beginning. And then right after, like a month later was my birthday and that's when I was crying because I wanted to go home and like I was having a hard time. I had a really bad, really bad roommate. So I had problems with that and then my grandpa and then like just, you know, the adjustment. But then it was weird because I feel like it was like one of those things that we were talking about earlier today. Like when I finally made the decision, like, this is going to be my home and I'm going to make it work. Everything started working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started getting happy. I started liking it. And I finally felt like I was at NC State happy and part of it. And like I became best friends with you and with other people. And like it was kind of like a mental thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so that was freshman year. And then we were friends sophomore, junior year. Junior year, we became really close because I was having roommate drama. My sophomore year, we were close to. That so was my junior, junior year. year. Yes. Yeah. Because we, I was having roommate drama, so I was always at your place. And then we lived together senior year. And... I think we just had so many things in common, too. Like, you lived in Charlotte. My grandma lived in Charlotte. So we would drive to Charlotte together. Mm-hmm. And we knew the same, some of the same people in Charlotte or whatever, you know? Like, and then we were both going to drop the same sorority at the same time. Literally the same day. <laughs> Exactly. So I think that we started finding out all these little things like slowly that like we were like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And then you moved to New York when I was moving to New York. I feel like after you graduated and we kind of like stopped talking for a little bit because you hated my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, that will do it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So that was a whole thing. And then I moved to New York when I graduated and you were moving to New York. So we started like talking a lot again. Yeah. Right before I remember we got lunch at Cava in Charlotte, right before I moved to New York. And it was me, you, and Kian. Oh, that's when you met him, right? Yes. Was that really the first time I met him? Yeah, because that that was when we first, well, we didn't just start dating then. I think we were dating for maybe like a year then. Well, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it was like one of the first times. But that's when you met him. I actually remember that. It was at Yafo, not Cava. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. That's so funny. But I remember that we were talking and you kind of, you were like, Julie, I really think you should start a blog. So, and then you started helping with that. So like, we started talking again a lot. And like, I don't know, that kind of like sparked our friendship again. And then in New York, we got close. Well, of course. I mean, yeah, we got really close to New York. And 
Yeah, okay, so that's the timeline. But it's funny because I think not enough people talk about this, about friendships, how they do not need to be, like, linear necessarily. Like, me and you have had not ups and downs in the sense of we fought because we've never fought. Like, we got annoyed at each other when we lived together sometimes, and I think it was just, like, living with four girls or three girls in a group of four. I feel like it was also never, like, directly, but, like, it was, like, consequences of, like, the situation in general. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But it was never, like, a fight. Like, I don't think we've ever fought. It was always just, like, you know, like, the cleaning annoyances or, like, things like that that just, like, annoyed everyone just, like, living with other girls. So I think that's the only thing. But also, like, friendship does not need to be linear. Like it, nothing in life is. I remember when I was living in New York, I was so jealous of people that had like such close friends and a friend group. We talked about that a lot when we lived in New York. I remember we were like, we need a friend group. I wanted like that sex in the city, like friend group that gets brunch every Saturday and recaps their weekend (laughs) and is like, oh my God, I went on a date with this guy. Like, oh no, you didn't. Or, you know, like you wanted to live the movie. I wanted to live the TV show. I was like, oh, which one am I? Like Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte, uh, whatever that was, Samantha. <laughs> I was, I like, I really wanted to be Sex in the City. And it just like wasn't because I had no, I had friends, but I didn't have a friend group. And yeah. like, it was. I feel like Sex in the City is just not the reality either way. Like, you know, it's, they only show like what the fun parts about New York, but they don't show all the other parts. Like, and like we both worked. I also lived like 40 minutes away. Yeah. So. Okay, did you ever want that, though? Like, did you want that, like, friend group in New York? Honestly, no. But it was because I was in such a toxic relationship that I just wanted to control that relationship and, like, be, like, I was, like, consumed by that. But I felt like I wasn't living the New York life I wanted to live, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, like, the friendship thing or... I really couldn't point a finger at it at the time, but I knew that there was so much more that I wanted out of it that I wasn't getting, if that makes sense. I think it's also just because you were in a relationship that was bad and that like sucked a lot of your energy was like, so you didn't like, I feel like no matter where you lived, if you were in that situation, you wouldn't have gotten what you wanted out of it. Cause like that core point part of your life was like not great. exactly. I wasn't happy. So nothing around me was going to be good. Like, you yeah. know, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, like I can be super sad in Dallas and think that if I move to New York, I'll be happy. But if I'm sad, I'll be sad here or in New York. Like, yeah, you know? we were literally talking about that today. Like so many people, I feel like uproot their lives and it's like, I just need to change. I need a change of scenery. And while maybe sometimes that works, I just think that it's one of those things where it's like, that's not going to work unless you actually work on yourself. Exactly. Like we're with a relationship. Same thing. Like sometimes people are like, oh, like we're unhappy in our relationship. Like if we move in together, it'll get better. It's like, oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> That's like red flag. Like, yeah. Or like when people are married, it's like, oh, if we have a baby, it'll be better. No, it's no, like, no, 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 no. Nothing will make it better unless you are better. Exactly. So I think that for me, I think that I was in a stage where I honestly really didn't want friends. And I also was comfortable because I knew I had you, honestly. Like, so I was like, okay, I get in a fight with my boyfriend. Oh, I'll go to Natalie's. Like, so I didn't really need that at the moment. Yeah, But I think that because you were in a long-distance relationship, you really wanted that because... And you were in a healthy relationship, so you weren't, like, worried about that. You were... You wanted that because you wanted to be experiencing that. So I think we were at very different stages at the moment. Uh, we had still had a lot of things in common. We lived in the same city, so it worked out. But if you think about it, I think we saw each other, like, once a month. Yeah, or more. I don't think so. You don't so. think so? I don't know. I don't remember. But, yeah. And, and okay, that's another thing with, like, We were in different stages, but we were still very close. I feel like now, me and you are both at the same stage for, like, the first time ever. In absolutely everything. Everything. Like, okay, well, the only difference is that you have been single for a while and I have not. Uh, Yeah, of course. But, like, you know what I I mean? Like, we're both kind of, like, similar personalities where I feel like even though I've been single for a while and you're just single, like, we could do the exact same things. Yeah. It's not like you have a need, or maybe you do, I don't know. But it does, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I feel like we're at the point, okay, so we were talking yesterday, and a lot of you guys have obviously heard about, like, the breakup podcast and, like, my YouTube videos, and you guys are relating very much to it. So it sucks that people relate because, obviously, it's sad, but, like, good that we're all going through it together. But that's one thing. Okay, I have never been single. I talked about that in that podcast. You were you were in a relationship for three years, so you like hadn't been single in a while. But now you've been single for like two and a half years or something like that. Yes, two and a half. 
which is like and like when I say single I mean single <laughs> like <laughs> like I needed a break oh my gosh yeah like you did not go on dates right no. did you ever go on a date I didn't the first time I went on a date after so I broke up May of 2020 and the first time I went on a date was July of 2021 and Wait, then who I, was it Mike well Mikey the guy the Irish guy from um from that came to the coffee shop remember Oh my god, I forgot. It was terrible. Worst, worst date. So I was like, you know what? I need another year, and I wait a whole other year. <laughs> but before we move on, I want to point out something too. I think another reason why our friendship is so strong is because now we actually both have been through really hard stages of our lives together too. Mm-hmm. Breakups, like really intense breakups, and you were there for me, and I was there for you, and then death, like my grandpa's death. You know, there, there's been a lot of things that I think have toxic relationship for me like when you we both started companies which is like really hard yeah. and like we've been to, with there for each other through that too so I feel like there's just been a lot of things that we have kind of like had a shoulder to cry on, on each other like that have also made it it's kind of an opportunity to show how how much you are there for somebody you know mm-hmm. like I think so I think that has also helped our friendship a lot yeah and now we've gone through all of that but now we're at the same point kind exactly. of exactly where we're yeah. both at like even playing field I feel like when it comes to like life like we're both now we've started our businesses we're both at the same like relationship stage we both know what we want in a person and like the next person that we're with hopefully is the last (laughs) hopefully I never want to go through that again god I know I'm like please (laughs) I can't like (laughs) no more breakups for me please and we also have this like we were talking today and we decided on the same core values as adults. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, we're basically like at the same, like we're a, we're a team in a way through, like, yeah. against life or whatever, not against life, in life, you know, yeah. so. Okay, what are your core things for a guy? Like what is your deal breakers? Your We were talking about this yesterday and it honestly made both of us, but at least me think a lot. I was like, what is, because, okay, Julie asked me at brunch yesterday. She was like, what is your deal breaker or like biggest like absolutely no you're never getting a second date like on the first date so this is not like you know oh they need to be like a family man or whatever because that's not something you learn on the first date like what is something a guy can do on the very first date that you're like I will never go back on a date with you and I love that we're talking about this on here because I was telling Natalie that the reason I asked you this was because sometimes you don't think about things until Mm -hmm. you talk about it with a friend. So like, this is good because I feel like maybe they can let us know what they think. Yeah. And also, mind you, I've never been on a first date. Obviously, I've dated like my boyfriends, like me and like we have gone on dates. But it was never like a, oh my God, this guy just asked me out and I'm going to get drinks with him. Like I've never had that in my life. So I am not excited, but like it's an interesting point that I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's an interesting first stage. And I feel like I'm like late in the game to it. Like, I feel like I'm like too old to be experiencing this for the first time. I think that, I mean, everybody's different and lives are different, but I think you definitely need to go on a couple dates and just experience it. Because <laughs> it, it won't always be good. <laughs> but um, I might need a year break. So like I need to get the band-aid off and go on that one. It was one. so bad I needed a year. Okay, wait, why was it bad? Well, he got there drunk, first of all. Oh, Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, and then, like drunk. Like hammered. Like, I mean, he literally said the words, not, I'm your responsibility now. <laughs> and I was like, nope, not today. And then he was just like really wanting to like very touchy. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was like super disrespectful. So I was like, not about it. But, you know, you live and learn. But I think for me, so clearly one of them is like, don't show up drunk for, <laughs> for my like deal non-negotiable breaker. deal breakers on the first date. I think the way that they present themselves, so, like, honestly, this might sound irrelevant, but even, like, did you spray some perfume? Like, did you take time to look nice for me today? Like, when you're meeting me, when you're trying to make an impression? Because first impressions are really important. And, like, you look nice for them. Exactly. Yeah. And we talked about confidence. Confidence is such a big thing for me because I think that when you're not confident, so many things can, like, go wrong. And when you're confident, that's what you're portraying and that's what you truly believe. So it's like easier to, I don't even know how to word this. How can we word this? Like, I think insecurity can ha- breed so many issues in a relationship with both parties. Like, definitely. Like, I, I just think that, I think any person that cheats is insecure. 
Because they need extra validation. Because they need extra validation. I think insecure people are more jealous. I think insecure people are more controlling. I just think that that is something that is such a, you need to work on confidence before getting into a relationship because it's not going to make you more confident. Like at all. At all. If anything, it'll bring you down real quick. Yeah. You know what else is important to pay attention to? How many drinks they get. Okay. What's your thing? Like if they're getting like four drinks or something on the first date, that's like, no. Yeah. It really is important. Like, are they driving? Like, how many drinks did you get? Like, you know, like, you start kind of, like, figuring things out about them right right there and then. Well, because... The way they talk about other people, like, all these little things. Well, because the first... I guess, like, because your first date, it's always going to be your best impression, probably. So, like, if that's not good, then mm. the rest will probably not be good. Of course, there's probably exceptions to this. But, like, yeah, those are things to, like, pay attention to. It's just, like... I right now you have the opportunity to present yourself whatever way you want so make the best out of it you know like that's what I think so I think that if if like you get drunk on the first date clearly like it's either you are super uncomfortable with me and like you need to get drunk to get like through with a date with me (laughs) or maybe like you drink all the time and I don't personally want that or you didn't think this was important enough to like maybe like not get drunk like I don't know you see like there's so many ways and like nothing wrong with getting drunk you know like I mean I you know I've gotten drunk but like I'm just saying like on a first date you oh, kind yeah. of want to keep things in control and nice and polite but also give your best side and be flirty but not too flirty it's like a very thin line that for everything if that mm-hmm. makes sense so I am so nervous to go on a first date like I <laughs> don't know what to talk about i'm like do i just show up like okay let's say i'm on hinge do i just like okay let's say we make the plan at like seven i just show up at seven and like just look for the guy and it's like hi like hi like i just don't like what do you i just don't know like what do you i've only been on like one hinge date and then like I just don't know what to say. Like, okay, first, I'm very good at small talk, even though I hate it. Because of, one, I have a podcast, so I can talk to anyone, I feel like. (laughs) So I can, and I have so many awkward meetings with, like, investors or, like, people with Rella that, you know, I just have to, like, really present myself well. So I'm not really worried about being awkward. I'm worried about, I don't know, like, just how it goes and, like, the forced conversation. Because I don't want to have forced conversation with someone. I think that if that's something that you're just, like, if you don't feel it, you're going to have a forced conversation, then you're going to leave and never see them again kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, like, once you're there, like, you have to get through it. If that (laughs) makes sense. So, like, I think that for me, my biggest thing is, like, the day off, they better, like, text me and tell me, like, when they're on their way. If, like, they haven't told me that they're on their way, like, I'm not even going to get in the car. Yeah. Because I don't want to show up and have them not come, you know, like. Yeah. So for me, like, that's a big thing. And then once you get there, yeah, you just text them that you're there and hopefully they'll be there first. <laughs> yeah. And Do you show up late? I always show up a little bit late. Not really? late, but like five, five ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's really uncomfortable to be the first person there. I don't know why. It's just like awkward. Like, so I like to get there after. And like I said, I've only been on two dates. So like, I'm not an expert at this, but. Uh, both times I was there after, and they were just waiting. And honestly, it's not—it's really not that awkward. But... You've been on more than two dates, three, three, three. Okay, yeah, yeah, three. But two recent ones. The other mm-hmm. one doesn't count. Like he was drunk, but um, I did show up there after too. So like, yeah, all of them I've shown up after, and everybody's different. You know, like for example, like some guys like will hug me super confident when I get there, and then some people are like, hi, you know, like it's just really different with everybody. So there's no way to predict what or how it's gonna go. So, yeah. But I'll tell you that even even the way they hug you can <laughs> can define the rest of your date. I swear. <laughs> you heard it, your first deal breaker, man, is how you hug. So how should they hug you? Like tight or like? I think again, <laughs> again, thin line because it has to be like a confident hug. Like, like you breaking me, your ribs. <laughs> no, but like I want to feel the body, but I also like I don't want some space in between our bodies from the hug. Does that make sense? But also, don't do it too tight. It has to be, like, a respectful, like, hug. Listen, (laughs) we're not asking for too much. (laughs) Like, honestly, like, I never thought I would be talking about the hug, but, like, I've had some, like, real awkward hugs. (laughs) I don't... 
I feel like that's, yeah, I don't know if I, like, have ever noticed, well, I've noticed an awkward hug, but, like, I because I wasn't looking at it from a lens of, like, a partner, you know, I, like, don't analyze it. Yeah, it's, like, when, I will say, Natalie, when you go on your first date, like, you're going to analyze things. What gives you the ick? Ooh. Like, what well, you know what the ick is, right? Like, yeah. The, just, like... Like shivers, like you just like gross out. Like they're not when cute they're anymore. too loud. For example, like if somebody's like talking to me, like in a table, like at a restaurant, like they're screaming. I'm like, oh my god! Like you know, like how some people. I don't know why that just like makes me so uncomfortable. Like, or when they're oh my god when they talk about their ex. Like do not talk about your ex on the first date. Like that is like a red flag for me. Yeah. Uh, who has have you had that happen? Yes. Wait. Like how did they bring it up? They were just like. Oh, in my last relationship, I'm like, I don't want to know. Like, I, immediately, yeah. like, you know, I didn't say that, but I'm like, yeah. And they were, and then they asked about my last relationship. I'm like, really don't want to talk about my last relationship. It does not define me. It hasn't, you know, like. Yeah. Also, that's something you can talk about later. Exactly. When you like the person and you actually want to know about their last relationship. Exactly. I also don't like on first dates when they're already assuming you're going to go on a second date with them. Like what? Like they'll say like, yeah, next say, time like, we can Oh, we do... should go like, and I'm like, I mean yeah <laughs> you know i feel like it's very like 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 presumptuous to assume that or no, like not presum- but it's like how do i say no after that you know like, like uncomfortable like, yeah i don't know it's putting me on a spot where I'm, i would feel bad saying no after so like but it's also nice that's where i'm being difficult too because it's also nice that they want to go on a second date with me yeah you can always text them and say no <laughs> i know but yeah so there's a lot of things so we should honestly talk about the things that are good Okay, like, yeah, that's a nice change. That's a nice... <laughs> like green flags. Yeah. What are your green flags? Okay. One, I don't care. They got to pay. Yes, I agree. I was about I to say that. I don't care what the yeah. gender roles are. You're paying for me. Honestly, one of the last dates I went on, uh, I don't know if I told you this. He was waiting for me there, but he didn't order anything. We were talking. I was like, well, do you want to get something? Like, it was kind of like a bar. Like, you would have to go to the bar. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have to make a call. Can you get it? And, like, I paid. <gasps> I'm never going back on a date with him. And That's... then he texted me after the date, and he was like, thanks for the beer. I was like. <laughs> okay, immediate. <laughs> no, and I know, I don't care if that's, like, shallow or whatever. Like, I think that for a first date, if, especially if he asked you out, he needs to pay. I agree. I 100% agree. So that's a, a green, like, a green flag is if they pay. Another green flag, I think, for me is, like, being excited about whatever they do, about whatever, like, just showing excitement about life, about being with you there, like, like ha- kind of having, like, a happy, confident personality, uh, being close with your family is a green flag for me. Also, I always ask about what they do, like, and, I mean, like, there's, like, no wrong answer, but, like, I always want to know that, like, you have, like, like, a goal, like, mm-hmm. having, like, a goal, being goal-oriented, it's a green flag for me. I don't know, what about you? So I guess like some things that I'll probably look like that I will look for on a first date, which, oh my God, I need to do a podcast episode after my first date and recap. I know. (laughs) The podcast is just going to turn into like my dating experience. No, I don't want this to ever be a dating podcast, but you know, I'm going to sprinkle some in there. So (laughs) I'll bring a friend to talk about those. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. The ambition is one. Like I always say that I have some friends that will not date a guy if or will not even go on a date with a guy if they do not have like a really great job like if they're not like making a lot of money if they don't have like a super great job and for me I'm not going to say that obviously your job doesn't matter because I think in it it does in a way but to me ambition is so much more important than me too because you never know yeah like I always say like if you are someone who let's say is like you're starting a business but in the meantime you're doing like some like you're I don't know like doing something that isn't necessarily deemed like a great job quote unquote because you want to you know start your business and make money for that and and that's what you're trying to do that is so much more attractive to me than someone who's working a job that makes a lot of money and they hate it I agree I like to me I don't like complainers and I told you that yeah so like to me it's so much more about ambition than it is what you do also because we talked about how we for example for me and this is like a really really important one because I did not have this in my last relationship is I want to admire my partner and 
without ambition, I feel like it would be hard for me to admire that person because in everything, like you have to be ambitious in life, you know, mm -hmm. ambitious to better, like ambition to better yourself, ambition in your job, ambition in your, in your faith, if that's what you, you know, whatever it is. And I think that I have to see signs that I, I can admire you somehow. Yeah. I Only really like that. Like having someone to admire because for me, it's just like, I, like we both said, I hate complainers. That was something that I always have said. And like, I have always mentioned that like I cannot be with someone who complains a lot because I've had friends that complain a lot. I've like seen people that complain a lot and I really don't like it. And it's just like puts a bad mood. It just like, kind of like ruins your day when you're with someone that's like always complaining. Also, I've noticed complainers don't necessarily want to fix it. It's just about complaining and like that can get old. Yes, because I'm I'm the person that like if you're going to complain to me, I'm going to give you a solution. I'm going to be like, oh, we'll do this. Me and then too. it's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, then why are you complaining to me? Like, I <laughs> I thought we were trying to get, like, fix this situation. And you're so right. They don't want a fix. They literally just want to complain. Which, listen, everyone complains. Of course, but, like... But don't let that be a personality trait. Exactly. And complain. Yes, you can complain if you're going to fix it. If not, please don't even mention it. Honestly, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, just a waste of air. Like, <laughs> it sounds so mean, but it's true because, like... Then you're just creating a negative space and you're just putting like a weird thought maybe in like your partner's mind and like, I don't know, it's just not ideal, I don't think. So I agree. Positivity, uh, ambition, admi admiration. Mm -hmm. I think that just like, also like I told you this before, but like who he hangs out with. Like oh, yeah. I want to look at your pictures. I want to see like your friends, your family. What do they look like? Like, I don't know. Like I want to know that the people you are around because I think that like who you sur surround yourself with is who you are too and like mm -hmm. so I kind of want to like where see where you're from kind of like background story a little bit yeah so. I would agree like if you're friends with a bunch of people who you know are like doing drugs all the time and like you know going out five out of seven nights of the week and that's not something that you want in a partner they're probably like that too exactly or else like why would they be friends with those people like you know and obviously guys there's exceptions to every rule but like at the end of the day like those are just some things that to look for I feel exactly. like exactly exactly like I think a preferred example of something that's very common for example for me like I don't smoke weed and a lot mm -hmm. of people smoke weed you know like and I think that like if I think casually honestly I've had a lot of experiences lately where people are like asking me if I smoke and when I say no that can be a turn off for them too yeah like they might want someone who does that with them exactly. because they enjoy doing that and like I I mean well for me personally this one listen I'm not someone that like drinks all the time but I want to be able to get a drink with the person I'm with so I don't know if I would necessarily want to date someone that like is hard no on alcohol yeah like I don't I wouldn't want to date someone like that because I enjoy going out for drinks exactly and I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable because I'm going out for drinks and they're not exactly. you know and so like if that's something that is important it's not a deal breaker but it's something that is for me like I would prefer someone who can have like a casual drink with me and like go out with me and my friends every now and then than someone who like is very hard against it exactly Do or like for example thing. I love traveling like if they don't like traveling that's never gonna work literally because like I love traveling it's a big part of my life same with you mm -hmm. so I think that things like that but especially with like daily habits I think it's super important to see like I think it's important to figure that out like as soon as possible, like ASAP. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kiss on the first date. Yes or no? I'm not opposed. Yeah, same. But I'm also not looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I would be. Like, I don't I'd... think I would hold hands the first date, though. Oh. Holding hands is so much more intimate <laughs> than kissing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you serious? I would, that would give me the ick if they tried to hold my hand on the first date. <laughs> Do people do that? I think so. On the first date? I think so. I I, I wouldn't. I, I, I really wouldn't. Like, also, like, I just feel like it's so uncomfortable. Like, like you just start overthinking everything. Like, what if their hand is sweaty? What if their hand is too dry? What if they... Oh, my God, I don't even know. Like, what if they hold hands, like, not the same way I hold hands? I'm not comfortable enough to tell them, like, it's too many things. Absolutely not. I would never hold a man's hand on the first date. That is, like, <laughs> literally until we're dating. Like... <laughs> It's so weird because, like, but a kiss is, like, so intimate, too, you know, like. But to me, it's not. Okay, I mean, not to say it's not, but, like, a kiss also can say if you have, like, chemistry or not. 
Holding hands is just weird for the first date. But I'm not a big hand holder in general. Like, I never was. I hold hands every now and then. But I'm not, like, someone that, like, you know. I just have never been a big hand holder in general. So I feel like that, to me, is, like, way more (laughs) intimate than a kiss. I like holding hands. I'm touchy. So I am sometimes. Okay, I'm definitely... It just totally depends on my mood. I don't think I'm, like, a touchy person. I'm not not a touchy person. I'm very in the middle with touchiness. But I'm not a PDA person in the sense of, like, being all over them in front of people. Unless I'm drinking. (laughs) I think I I am touchy. I am. But I'm not a cuddler, though. I am touchy, but I am not a cuddler. So I feel like it's weird. Yeah. That's... But, yeah, I'm not very touchy, period. Like, Like, I I love when, like, guys, like, will, like, kiss me on the cheek in a party, for example. Oh, no. Yeah, you say, like... No. Wait, in what context? Like, my boyfriend? Like, coming up to me and just, like, saying something, and then at the end of, like, whatever he's saying, like, kissing me on the cheek, I'm like, oh. Okay, I guess that's fine. Or even, like, on the mouth, if it's my boyfriend. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine, like a peck or something. I just, like... I Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not... <laughs> not the most touchy but you are touchy you're very flirty i'm very flirty i like touching like i mean like not vulgar or anything but like i it mean like i'll touch like their arm for example or mm-hmm. their shoulder or yeah things like that oh, i'm yeah. talking about like like flirty touching only like, what was that guy doing that was being like too much yeah like he was like trying to kiss me like oh. right away and like trying to touch my butt and like Ugh. holding t- hands like it was what? too much yeah it was so, like, he was like acting like my three-year-long toxic boyfriend yeah no, no on the first date absolutely not absolutely not i was like all right done with dating for a year <laughs> back to <laughs> back to going to bed at 10 p.m in my bedroom by myself happily <laughs> That's so funny. Have you had like a good first date in the, out of the three that you've had? Yeah, I had a good first date, but uh, he had a girlfriend. Now, and I found that <laughs> afterwards, so. Uh, no, I'm still waiting. I know he, I know the perfect guy. Or not perfect, but I know that my guy is coming in. But I haven't had the best experiences. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, can we share the, the girlfriend story? Yeah. So I went out with this guy, and he went actually really well. We talked the entire time. I thought he was confident. He paid all the things we talked about I liked. And then we talked for like a whole week and we were like making plans to go out again and come to find out for some reason. I was like, let me go check his Facebook. I want to stalk him on Facebook or something like that. And he has a relationship status with a girl. And I'm like, what? And I go to her profile and I mean, like, yes, they're in a relationship. And he like, and I asked him. I'm like, I'm too old for this. You know, like, so I texted him and I was like, hey, I have a question. He's like, what's that? And I'm like, <laughs> do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, haha, no, why? And I'm like, because I looked at your Facebook profile and you have a girlfriend. He was like, oh, I need to change that. I'm like, it's been a weekend. He hasn't even changed it. No. And we did some sleuthing and it's a long distance relationship, which makes sense why he could go on a date without like worrying about being caught. And he still likes her photos and she still likes his so and their facebook status has not changed and he's still commenting on my like instagram posts and stuff so i'm like no dming you oh yeah dming because he can't publicly comment yeah yeah you're right you're right DMing. i take it back he's still dming me still dming you or and he liked your story right yes liked your story that is the che- i saw a tiktok that was like only cheaters like people's story not only cheaters cheaters only like people's stories Because it's like, if you send like a fire emoji or something, like then you're in the DMs. But if you like the story, no one can see. So it's like a little secret, like. I hate that. (laughs) Honestly, like, that's my thing. Like, and I said that to him, funny enough, during our date, I was like, I don't like games. Like, I'm not going to play games. So like, let's just be honest, because like, we really are too old for that. Like, I'm not trying to have like a casual flirting situation. I want a boyfriend and I'm very clear on what I want. So I'm not trying to like like rock around tiptoes or anything like that so the minute i found out i was like out you know like i'm not even like first of all i feel terrible for like the girlfriend honestly and i'm not gonna be that girl and besides that i'm not gonna waste my time i'm not interested in anything casual i'm not interested i want a relationship or nothing like that's just yeah and i want a good relationship so even for guys some guys that are not what i want i want a relationship i'm not even gonna waste my time either Mm -hmm. like three dates and i know Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, that sucks. I cannot believe that. Like, the audacity that some men have. You also were going to go on another date with a guy that had a girlfriend, too, last year or earlier this year. Oh, my God, yes. I met him on Hinge, Yeah, actually. And I actually really liked him. Like, you told me about him. You were like, so I'm, like, meeting a guy that I really like. I really liked him. I was like, I mean, we talked, like, every day for, like, two weeks. We FaceTimed. And for like I, hours yes no hours and hours and like i thought he was so handsome and like everything i wanted in a guy and then we made plans i remember for saturday at seven and it was saturday at like one and he had not texted me saturday at like three and he had not texted me and i'm like getting really frustrated to be honest but i wasn't going to text him first because i was just like no i'm gonna let him text me and it was like 5 p.m. and he posted a story with a girl calling her baby. <laughs> like, I mean, I deleted Hinge and blocked him immediately. But like, <laughs> I was like, what? Another break for Julie on the day. <laughs> yeah. Dating apps, like, honestly, I just don't think are for me. Like, I, I'll download them every now and then, and then I delete them because, like, I just don't have good experiences with them. Yeah. Well. I'll let you guys know once I <laughs> once I get on those and start going on dates. We'll see how they go. Yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to it. But... I think you'll have a lot of bad bad experiences and then some good experiences. Like, yeah, I think that's the normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. but yeah, this was a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. I like doing this. I know. I know this was really fun. So let me know if you guys like these. They're super casual. Again, we did not have questions. It was not like we even had some topics that we didn't get to, but like. We got to a lot of them, but I don't know. I like doing these casual podcasts with a friend. So let me know what name you guys like. So like the real talk, real friends, real hangs, Nat and co or anything else that's creative. But if you guys did like these, then DM me on Instagram and let me know. Cause obviously I want, I want to have more fun with my podcast and this is fun for me. So thanks for coming on Julie. Where can they find you and where can they get your delicious coffee and where can they actually find it in person if they're in Dallas? So we are in downtown Dallas. The coffee shop's called Bernie Bean Coffee. And that's our Instagram as well. It's Bernie without the E after the I. So <laughs> everybody confuses that. And then my Instagram is Juliana Bernini S. And DM me if you have any recommendations or ideas too for my love life. I'd love to know. <laughs> or um, anyone you want to set her up with that, exactly. you know, meets those. My criteria. criteria. Yeah. The green flags doesn't have the red flags. Yeah. Or if you want to talk about experiences, I'm always down. It's kind of funny. I know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys like today's episode and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.